welcome hello <laughs> that's my ghost coming <laughs> to say hello <laughs> so scary <laughs> i looked over Ooh. at you like <laughs> like oh my god it's taken over her body god that was scary yeah never again so uh firstly we'd like to apologize because what the fuck was this month even? yeah we we had intentions we had intentions good intentions or maybe not so good, i don't know but <laughs> the intentions were there to upload and record and research and give you guys what you deserved but because of my health if you were a patreon listener you would know you would know what's wrong you would know what's wrong with me which is many things. Yes. And so the time to record and get together with Kren did not happen. Did not happen. This is the first time I've seen her all month. All month, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. So, with that being said, let's get started. Yes. Uh, so, what's up? How you been? I have been all right. I had so many doctor's appointments. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you have rage issues. <laughs> yeah, I have rage, rage issues. You have rage issues. <laughs> the exactly. <laughs> That's me. I'm the roach. <laughs> I have to get another MRI for my uh, for my eyes specifically. I have to also get an ultrasound on Monday for my eyes. That's scary. It's like, what, what are you looking for? It's just my eyeballs here, so. <laughs> so I have that going on, you know, just... Stressful shit, insurance. Yeah. IRS problems. Oh yeah, she got her identity stolen. Yeah, I have my identity stolen. Oh my god, this month has been like horrible. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's been rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're getting your hair done, weren't you? I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. Uh-huh. We're saying goodbye to the pink. Yeah. Finally, because I honestly, like honestly, it's like not me. No. No. It's very Haley Williams. I like it, but I mean, if it's not you, it's not you, bro. No, it's not me. Like, it was fun for, like, <clears> while <throat> I had it. I mean, I still have it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't go away. <laughs> but, like, it's just not me. It doesn't feel like me. Yeah, Plus, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for more of a fall look. I, this look, I feel like it's very October, though. But, I mean, also very summery. <clears throat> like, honestly, one of the reasons I believe, like, this hair color just didn't work for me is because... I felt like I couldn't wear anything with it because it doesn't oh, match. Really? Is that weird? Yeah, hit the mic. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, shut. I mean, it's whatever. It's fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. So, whatever. Tomorrow we're changing it. I still think you should do red. What are you doing? Just full orange? No. What are you doing? I don't know. Oh. You'll see. Me, <gasps> Mira cabrona. Anyway. I'm also getting my hair cut tomorrow. Dan's getting her hair cut tomorrow. Apparently, mm-hmm. she's going to dye her hair, she said. Yeah, I'm going to dye it. This Which is pretty sick. Coming up, yeah. I've never seen her with dyed hair. Mm-hmm. New look coming soon. New look. New us, new look. <gasps> oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Very coincidental. Coincidental. Yes. Okay. I mean, new Mylan, who does? <laughs> uh... uh. But anywho, yeah, not yes. much has gone on with us, I guess. I've, I well, know. I mean, a lot has with Dan. I got a Weeb account now Dan <laughs> on Twitter. Dan has a fucking Weeb account. And honestly, I love when she tweets on it because I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. Fuck it. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been watching like more anime. Lately, uh, I started watching that new one, Jujutsu, uh, Jujutsu, no, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's very good. I think you would like it. Oh. Yeah. Me. Yeah, maybe like 17-year-old you, though. Oh, my God. I am 17. Yeah, okay. Fuck it, then. Watch it. Okay. It's very good. I like it. I like it so far. It's yeah. only like a, like five episodes so far. Oh. It's, it's, yeah, it's so new. It's new, new. It's new. It's new. I said. 
Yeah, it's very neat. Um, <laughs> and like right now, it's like it's like surpassing or catching up to like a lot of the the already established works. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. The Sounds anime like is it. also really good too. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else? I started watching Yashahime. I don't know what that is it's either. It's a new Yasha sequel. Oh. Yeah, that was cute. How do you feel about it? It's very nostalgic. Oh. It makes me feel like I'm seven years old again. That's cute. You know? Yeah, it's was, it was cute. It's cute. I felt good. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's okay. Now next we talk miscellaneous. Miscellaneous things mm-hmm. that we want to say to you, dear. Dear. Um. Oh, happy Halloween. Oh, duh, fuck. Oh, what the fuck? This is the whole point of this fucking thing. episode, yeah. Yeah, happy Halloween. Can you believe it's been like three, three? I believe it's been three. 2018? Yeah. Yeah, right? Two? Two years. <laughs> well, this is our third year. Our third year. Oh, then why? So, we- this is the third time we do a spooktacular, but this time we're going to do it with like some other stuff. Cause, yeah. Because a lot of you guys didn't fucking... Because you guys hate us, and that's fine. Like we It's fine. We, we weren't reliable. We weren't reliable. You... So we don't deserve it, and it's we, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. you know what? Fuck it. Like, we're still going to do it. We're still going to... But, like, obviously, include it into this episode. It's not going to be its own thing. Yeah, it can't be its own thing. But, I mean, we appreciate you guys for coming in and... Yes. And listening to what we have to say, basically. But, anyway, we appreciate you guys for coming in and listening <laughs> to what we have to say. Um, a lot of you... <clears throat> Provided a lot of feedback. Uh, we took it into consideration. Uh, so thank you for that. Yes. 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 Thank yes. you for being a part of who we are. Yes, definitely. Oh my God. <laughs> but anywho, if we don't have any further topics, we can go ahead and get started. And get started. All right. Tell me. Oh, okay. This is me. Mm-hmm. We got some articles about this guy. <laughs> He, okay, so my mom was like, do you hear that they're, like, turning this kid into a saint? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And so I went and I looked it up. <clears throat> Turns out this Italian teenager could become the first millennial saint. <gasps> what? The first saint to have a selfie, you could say. Whoa. Yeah, so let me read you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So his name is Carlo Acutis, who mm-hmm. he, I'm going to phrase this is from bbc news um he died of leukemia in 2006 he was 15 years old and mm-hmm. he's already been dubbed the patron saint of the internet oh what mm-hmm. <laughs> um he like a, i think like a few months ago i'm not sure when this was oh no it wasn't it was october 12th it's that on saturday he was beatified at a ceremony in the town of assisi and moved one step closer to sainthood wow the teenager recorded purported miracles online and help run websites for catholic organizations wow let me tell you in short terms, he was just tech savvy he was tech savvy <laughs> and he chronicled <laughs> miracles that's literally all he did what did he did he fucking cure cancer no did, did he, he fucking, fucking turn, fix the wi-fi did he turn water into wine no. no what the fuck did he do he chronicled things he had a fucking wow. blog probably <laughs> I love that he had a Tumblr. Yeah, his Jesus Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, he had a Jesus with the nudity Tumblr. on the side. Yes, you know Tumblr. You know Tumblr. Um, but they're like <laughs> he's believed to be the youngest contemporary person to be beatified, the last stage before sainthood. Wow. <clears throat> and like they showed pictures, or not pictures, but like 
video of like people going up to like his <clears throat> casket. I'm not sure if this is recent mm-hmm. or if that was like when he died. But mm-hmm. he was like in a thing and people were like going up to it like like they would like to a saint. Yeah. To wow. someone like keys. <laughs> like I was like, bro, he didn't do anything. I'm fucking tell you to blog. Look, this is a quote. They said he was considered a computer genius. But what did he do? He didn't even use computers to chat or have fun. Instead, he took care of the websites for local Catholic organizations and also created some of his own. But he was said to be conscious of the dangers of technology, something referenced by Pope Francis when he spoke about the teenager last year. So basically, he ran... A, a blog. Like, I feel... Well, what they make it sound like is that he ran, like, the websites for, for like... The yeah, churches. Yeah, or, like, I don't know, like... He like was running like updating Should I fucking update fucking Lakewood's Twitter like is that right? gonna make me a saint? It's like I have an associates in communications. Can I? <laughs> can I too become? Yeah. A saint? Yeah. Oh god! Like this kid didn't even like. Oh, I mean, wow. I guess that's fine that he like it's, chronicled things. Sure. Yeah, that's nice. It's sad that he died of leukemia. Uh, I don't know, but it, it seems like way too much to like. It seems too much for a child that didn't do anything. Yes, yes. That didn't <clears throat> allegedly save lives. Like, yeah. what the fuck was her name? Mother, I don't know. Mother Teresa? Mother Teresa? Was she a saint? I don't know, but I think she was also like a sex trafficker, I think. Mother Teresa was a sex yeah, trafficker? I think I don't so. that. She was so old. I know. I think I saw something of, I don't know. I don't remember. I'll have to look into that it later. sounds very scary. Yeah, I know. Like, I think she wasn't all that, you know? Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Well, maybe there goes Jonah Bark. I don't know. Jonah Bark. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> She's a historical figure. She Jonah Bark. I thought about like Joan Rivers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, what do you mean? She like fucking spilled the tea on everyone's outfit. What do you mean? This dude was like reporting miracles, but he was like, this shit was so fucking sick. Like, <laughs> you don't yes. understand. I mean, like, good for him if he was, like, actually that wholesome, you know, and he wasn't actually running a porn blog or something, but, I mean, so it seems like too much. It seems too much for someone that I don't feel did a lot. And he was also, yeah, 16, like, you can honor him in, like, different ways, but, I mean. You gotta turn him into a saint? Yeah, like, I mean, come on. No, I I felt that was a lot of too much. Yeah, too much. <laughs> okay, so uh, on September 30th, at the beginning of this month, yes. at the beginning of our uh, downfall, yes, um, it was actually Vanessa Guillen's birthday, and I know we've talked about her before, and you know gave your, we, bleh, gave you guys updates on what's been going on with her, but it was her birthday, and because it was her birthday, uh, Houston ISD, um, which she went to school there, um, they held. A day. They held a day? <laughs> they held a day. A school day, <laughs> you might say. Uh, but they, uh, they like, did this whole thing uh, for district-wide schools. And they were calling it Vanessa Guillen's Day across oh. the district. Yeah. And, like, it would have been Vanessa's 21st birthday. And in memory of her, um, they all, like, had, like, a, a celebration for her birthday. I guess they probably... Like, had, like, a moment of silence or yeah. whatever. Like, talked about her <clears throat> during, like, morning announcements, probably. But, I mean, I think, I still think that's kind of nice. Yeah, it seems nice. Um, and then she has, like, a lot of uh, murals. 
mm-hmm. he, around here. Like, I know there's one down the street for her. Yeah. And I think I saw another one the other day. And then I know we've seen them on the news. There's a bunch of them. She, yeah, there's uh, a ton. Yeah. She grew up over here in the, in the East End, or like our area, our, our approximate area. Yes. Um, and she went to Cesar Chavez High School. Yes, where I was supposed to go had uh, my family not moved. Whoa. But thank God they did. That is insane. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Drink more water. Hold on. Yes. It's not water. It's Coke. Anyway. <laughs> it's water to you. It's water to me. Um, anyway. Uh, starting that morning at 11.30 a.m., they had a virtual run and walk for Vanessa. So, like, because COVID. So, oh. they had, Yeah. So at 4 p.m., uh, Vanessa's family invited the public to safely come out to Forest Park Lawndale Funeral Home for a series of events. Uh, the funeral home is where Vanessa was actually laid to rest. Um, and then the homily, which was a thing where they sang, mm-hmm. um, it would begin at 4 p.m. And then they had a dove release at 4.30 p.m. So that's not a cool. Yeah. <clears throat> a, mara- a marachi. <laughs> <laughs> a mariachi band uh, performed at 5:45 p.m., followed by a butterfly release at 6:30. Come on, a, mar- <laughs> a what? A Moroccan band. Yes, so oh, buns. Oh, buns is freaking out. Buns is like, whoo. Yeah, they had a butterfly release at 6:30. Um, mariachi band at 5:45, and an honor cake cutting at 6:50. Which I'm Aww. sure all of this like probably like made her family feel better since she's not here with us anymore. yeah um uh, in a video shared with hisd vanessa's mother and sister visited caesar chavez high school ahead of her birthday and shared some pretty emotional memories about vanessa as a student which actually had not been that long ago she literally had just graduated a few years yeah, ago she was really young yeah, yeah yeah i mean like this would have been her 21st birthday and all of this was according to an abc 13 article yes Back to Ukraine. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I found this article on, I believe, Yahoo mm-hmm. at work. Like, <laughs> Nice. I found it. I, was, I thought it was funny. Yeah. So, apparently, the article reads, Goat shocks villagers walking on hind's legs, and now people think Mm-mm. the witch is real. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, thank you. So... Let me read you this article because, honestly, I don't think I could ever even try to paraphrase. Okay. Okay, so it says, Spend much time on the internet and you know that it's all about cool animal videos. But one such animal video from India has the internet more freaked out than laughing. A short video of a goat walking through a village in India on its hind legs has the internet freaking out that the witch, a 2015 film store, horror film starring the new mutants Anya Taylor-Joy, might actually be real. And considering how bonkers 2020 has been thus far, we're not taking any chances. A black billy goat Ew. just decided to take a stroll on his back legs. Ew. Meanwhile, meaning he was walking upright in like a person, like a person might. Oh, I don't like that. In Telwara, Bihar, the goat walks for about 33 feet while <laughs> villagers look in what is definitely not something you see every day. Mm. But while the Goats Village stroll is both weird and impressive, it's also just a touch creepy. Oh, yeah. Especially for those who have seen The Witch, Black Phillip. Oh, God. One of my fave movies. 
I saw it like twice with you. All of the times I've seen it, it has been with you. Yes. I still don't know what the fuck it's talking about. I don't either, but every time <laughs> I watch it, I find something else that I like. Nice. So, people are freaking out that this goat is walking on its hind legs, I... asking people for money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what? if it's asking people for money, but... He's a transient. He's a transient. <laughs> He's just working his He's way through. He's asking Mallory for, for her leftovers. For her food so that he could just throw it on the ground. Yes. Oh, God. I don't um, like that one bit. Mm-mm. Yeah, so this little goat is just going around goading no. on its hind legs. No, thank you. I thought you. that was interesting, especially because Dan doesn't like hooves. <laughs> You did this on purpose, you bitch. Oh, oh God. God. Okay. Back to you. Back to me. Okay. So when I talked, to, when I saw you guys last, um, I talked about uh, the Laura Yala case one last time. One last time. I'm gonna keep talking about her until they fucking bring her home. I'm not. I will not rest. Jesus. Uh, but then we actually did record. Oh, sorry. We actually did record uh, this month, and it ju- it was just a shit show, so we decided not to release it. But yeah, it was ugly. Uh, I covered uh, the uh, Laura Smither case, and I just wanted to say it real quick because her family is the one that helped out Laura's family um, to search for her in the uh, immediate aftermath of her disappearance. Um, so basically, Laura Miller—I mean, sorry, Laura Smither. Laura Miller is a different girl. <laughs> Jesus. Whose father also helped bring countless of people home. But Laura Smither, um, she was this little, like, 12-year-old. She was homeschooled, gorgeous child. Um, She was uh, never far away from her family. Um, And then one morning, as her family was cooking breakfast, it was drizzly that morning. She was like, hey, uh, I actually want to go out for a jog before we eat. And she literally, not even, like, a quarter mile away from her house... Uh, because it was drizzling, a local work site was released early from work, and because of that, um, she crossed paths with a serial killer who took advantage of the fact that she was alone, running in her neighborhood, and, like, literally in the blink of an eye, much like Laura, like, disappear. Yeah. Disappear never, yeah, snatched, never to be seen again, except that she was. Um, 17 days later, they found her in a retention pond in Pasadena. It, the, it, believe it said, um, Beltway 8 in, in Crenshaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crenshaw That's or Preston. Yeah, 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 Crenshaw, right? I thought you said Crenshaw last time. Yeah. And the only pond that I can think of in the 90s, well, I mean, I don't know if the pond was there in the 90s, but I mean, I'm picturing this park and I'm just like, Oh my god. That park has killer ducks. Does it? Yes, I've been attacked. Oh, I, I've never been attacked. Um, but either way, um, the whole community, the whole the whole Friendswood community, because that's where she was from, a uh, little suburb uh, from Houston, like, they all came up, showed out, gave her family, like, support. Even people from, like, Dallas came out to search for her. There was dogs involved, helicopters, mountain poli- mounted policemen from local prisons everyone came out uh but unfortunately she was murdered um and i just wanted real quick to talk about the laura recovery center it is an organization that helps families and law enforcement agencies on missing child cases the center has worked on more than 1700 missing child cases and participated in more than 100 active searches 
the name came from Sergers in 1997, nicknamed their makeshift command during the search for Laura. I keep trying to call her Laura. <laughs> I mean, wrong child. Uh, her family, her mother, uh, Gay Smither, said, We just knew that God had given us a job to do, that we had to pay it for- forward what had been given to us, which is a very nice sentiment for her to say. And she also said, we wanted no other family to not have that support, and the and the manual was our way of doing that. It says, "What is given? Oh, sorry. What was given were the lessons learned from." Hello, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Woo. All right. It says, "What was given uh, were le- were the lessons learned from that search twenty years ago, poured onto paper, and eventually forming the center's manual." Which is available online for anyone to download. So, I mean, you could easily look Laura, search Laura's uh, Recovery Center and, like, download any um, resources that you might need. The Smithers said, unbeknownst to them at the time, volunteer searchers gathered to discuss individual aspects of the search along with what did and did not work. That manual says, basically, how the community can act, can get its act together and be very effective in looking for a missing child. Uh, Laura's father, Bob Smithers, said. Uh, Part of the center's mission also focuses on training law enforcement officers how to marshal and organize community volunteers to help search for missing children. Gay Smithers, Laura's mother, uh, said during these training sessions, she always shows particular picture from the search for Laura in 1997, which is... She has a little thing on her hip, but I mean, she was like a very, Aww. like, she obviously looks like a, a child. little, yeah, like a 12-year-old. She's a fucking 12-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there is nothing else to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was from a click2houston.com article um, that I found while I was researching um, the case for that last episode that did not happen, <laughs> but I mean... Uh, yes. Yes. Very informative. Yes. Much to consider. Much to consider. Uh, now we have resources, which is kind of sad that, like, we have a lot of people that from Houston that just fucking vanish without a trace. hmm And, uh, one of them being, uh, Laura Miller, whose father is Tim Miller, the founder of Equisearch, who's also helped, like, Hundreds of people come home. Um, one of the cases uh, in particular was the case of uh, Karen Perez. Mm-hmm. He fucking found her body. Um, he also found Vanessa's body, Vanessa Guillen's body um, this year. It's just incredible what he does and the work he does. And, yeah. And it's, for the most part, I believe it's all volunteers. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Hats off to them. Yeah, yeah. And they've worked on some um, out-of-state cases, I think. Think they worked on. <laughs> they worked on. What's her name? Um, Casey Anthony. Yeah, they, they did. Sure did. Yeah, they worked on that case as well. So it's like mm-hmm. this isn't just a little. I I, I don't know. What I was to say a little town. Houston's not a little town. No, it's not. But I mean, it's like crazy the type of work that they do, like for other people. Yeah, clearly he's like reaching out. Yeah, being able like not reach branching out, branching out to like, like different states to help yeah. where help is needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just 
Admirable. Admirable. Um, and he deserves justice for his daughter, so. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah. That's it for me. The, great. Yes, thank you. Yeah, back else? to you, Bob. Back to you, Bob. Um, okay, so this. Candle Cheez-Its. Candle Cheez-Its reporting live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is a, I've been on a spooky binge all month. Mm-hmm. And as I've as I should. And I've been watching have you watched um Unsolved Mysteries on mm-hmm. Netflix? No. Okay. Well they have like every episode, it's like very short like seasons. I think it's like six episodes each. Okay. Mm-hmm. And every episode is like a new case. And this one episode in particular was about the zoo like a tsunami that happened. Tsunami? Zoo. How'd I say it? Tsunami. Is that not how you say it? It's like tsunami. No. Tsunami. That's how you say sushi. Sushi. <laughs> sushi. This is a tsunami. Tsunami. There's no a T for a reason. It like that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> exactly. You also Fuck don't off. say sushi, right? I say sushi, right? You say sushi. I say sushi. You've never said sushi. I've always said sushi. <laughs> Get out of my face. Oh, um, God. Anywho. So, this is like, um, the episode is basically about that tsunami that happened in Japan where like I think thousands of people lost their lives because what years is this I believe this was like 2012 it was 2011 2011 of oh, Mag- yes, oh this happened was that the radioactive thing that also happened what no yes no they had like an earthquake they had yes, something. yes yes the yes. earthquake there was mm-hmm. a 9.1 earthquake Okay. And yeah, then yeah. The, the tsunami tsunami came <laughs> shortly after. And um, more than 15,000 people lost their lives. Mm. Um, millions of people lost access to running water or electricity. And more than 120,000 buildings were destroyed within a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that, the episode is basically focused on the ghosts mm. of... This tragedy, the mm-hmm. yeah, and the they were talking about how, for a long time, you would be, <clears throat> like you'd be going about your business and you would come across people that were like drenched, oh wow, like dripping water, and they would ask like, do you have clean clothes or do you have something like mm-hmm. that? And when they would come back and give them the clothes, they would just vanish. We <gasps> and basically. They were spirits, and, like, um, taxi drivers have even claimed to pick, like, people mm-hmm. up, and then they start their time or whatever, and they're talking to the person, and that person is, like, dripping wet. Oh, God. And once they, like, reach their destination, they look back, there's no one there. Oi, no. And they also said that the reason that they are able to see the ghost more, like, mm-hmm. openly... Is because they're not taught that, like, once you're dead, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's more like once you're dead, you just have to... In Japanese culture? In Japanese yeah. culture. You, like, r- basically accept that the living and the dead are, like, in the same they, plane. Yeah, they live, like... Conviven, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is... Because, like... It's very crazy. Can you just imagine... No, that's scary. That's so scary. Like, it's like you're talking to like someone's like, oh, dude, like sick waves. Like yeah, it actually, it's like boom, gone. Bro, that episode is crazy. Like wow. this guy 
was talking about how, like, I guess he was at work. Mm -hmm. And when he was finally able to come back to his neighborhood, he said he saw his daughter (gasps) on top of a bamboo tree, like, draped over, like, the tree. And she, he was like, she looked like she was sleeping, but she was dead. Oh, God. Like, in real life? Like, th- physically she was there? Yes, physically. That <gasps> oh was, like, God. the day, or, like, a few days after it happened. Oh, my God. Like, he was finally able to, like, get back mm-hmm. into, like, his, his neighborhood, neighborhood to see if he could find his family. Mm-hmm. And, like, his daughter was on the bamboo tree. And then I believe, like, later on he found, like, his baby girl who was, like, a few months old, like, oh down God. the street. Like, someone oh, found Jesus. her. But she was, wow, they're all yeah. dead. And I was like, holy shit, like, the footage that they showed was insane. Wow. I believe when that whole earthquake, tsunami thing happened, there was, like, a nuclear plant that also, like, I don't know, something happened, an explosion or whatever. Um, I be- I, mean, I was, like, 17 when this happened, yeah. so I don't really remember. But I believe after they got everything cleared, and obviously no one's allowed to go back because of uh, the... the like radioactive yeah, stuff. Yeah, the radioactive stuff. Uh, but I believe, like, elderly people were going back to take care of the animals that stayed behind mm-hmm. or had to stay behind. And, ooh, ooh that made me sad. Ooh. Okay, go on. Is I don't it? know. You were saying Oh, things. no, that's it. That's oh. it. That's it. Ooh. That's so nice of them. That is very ooh. nice of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I thought I would mention it just because yeah. it is in the spooky season. Yeah. But also that episode... I was gonna skip it too. No. Oh damn! Because it was um. It was it too weird for you? No, it was subtitles. Oh. And you know I hate subtitles. Uh, but I was yeah. like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. And I was like, holy shit, that's kind of spooky. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Unsolved Mysteries. Wow. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'll go and check it out. Yeah. Uh, last article I have for you guys today. Um, who? This is a good one. Okay, <laughs> it was published. Published July 3rd, 2019, but I saw it on Twitter, like, just recently. Um, the headline reads, Florida man busted for reportedly feeding alligator. Resists arrest. Maybe I'm Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> and you this, said that? Yes. And I believe I will read this one verbatim. Okay, go ahead. Because it was, oh, fuck, it was too good. Uh, it says, a Florida man... A Florida man who allegedly resisted arrest after being reported for illegally feeling, feeding, not feeling, I'm sorry, <laughs> feeding an alligator, he named, I can't, I can't even, he named the alligator Hank. <laughs> he named it Hank and has, and is described as, um, no, he has, the Florida man has described Hank as a 10 foot reptile that is, a good friend and who loves bagels. <laughs> Much like me. Yes, love it. Okay, so uh, his name is Paul Fortin, 67. He was issued a, cis- a citation by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission over the incident at Daytona Beach Pond in May. So this is already his like first warning. Uh, Fortin <laughs> didn't... <laughs> He didn't comply and was arrested by police for refusing to accept the citation and resisting an officer without violence, according to the jail records. Uh, He's quoted saying, "Uh, it's illegal. It's totally illegal to do it. Did I know it? No. (laughs) Did I know I couldn't feed a turtle? Alligators? Yeah. I kind of knew that. (laughs) What the fuck? Listen, I, I didn't write this. 
Uh, Borden told uh, Orlando station WKMG TV. I don't know. Maybe I'm Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. And this man is a disabled veteran and was actually spotted by a neighbor and the neighbor alerted FCW officials to a video purportedly showing the 67-year-old man feeding and petting the alligator, according to the station. <laughs> Uh, the FCW uh, warns to never feed an alligator and to keep your distance if you see one. Feeding wildlife can lead to dangerous interactions with humans in the future. <laughs> the end. And that's it. But, like, isn't that crazy? That was so wholesome. It was. Like, I mean, I totally understand you shouldn't be feeding stray animals. Maybe, I don't know if he was being, like, sarcastic when he was like, did I know this? No. <laughs> But should I have, like, you know? So, like, I don't know if he was being sarcastic, but also fish and wildlife, like... I don't know. That's the best story I've heard all day. Yes. Because, I mean, technically, they, they're supposed to be at the piers and stuff, at the, be- at the beach, making sure you're not taking extra fish home, you have your fishing license. But also, like, what about the ducks, like, at Crenshaw? Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone mean. feeds them. Yeah. We feed the squirrels at Crenshaw, so, like... Oh. So, like, what if there's a gator? Like, I'm not allowed to feed the gator now? No. Why? Okay. Maybe I'm talking to little. <laughs> I love okay. that he loves bagels. Yeah, I and love he's that. He's named Hank. That was my favorite part. God. But, oh, my God, the story, like, as I was reading it, I was just fucking dying. I was like, how? What? I love it. I loved it. So I, I had to share it with you guys. I'm not going to lie to you, Chief. That was really good. Was it? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, Okay, so on to the spooky stories. Spooky stories. The third time we've done it. Um, we actually we really enjoy this time of the month. We love listening or like reading your stories. Uh, we like sharing them. Uh, you guys should have sent them in. Yeah, you guys should have sent them in. That's, That's all, all I'm gonna say. Yeah. So last year when my sister sent her story about the Chucky doll like how she was terrified of it and yeah. like she like lied on my name oh shit and like i was like ah that was funny though <laughs> right okay great so do you want to go first me first uh you first let's leave cody's story for last okay i bet however yes do you want to start with harley or with kaylee kaylee because i already read kaylee's you start with kaylee oh okay yeah um here we go this is a story from kaylee and she says I was probably 12 when this happened, but we all kind of knew the house we lived in was haunted. It was my brother and I home alone. He was in the basement. I was kind of spooked, but obviously sibling dynamic. He didn't want me in his room. I had music playing loudly from the living room, but I ran upstairs to my room to grab something. I was humming to give myself some peace of mind. Oh, Mm. I went to use the bathroom. Once I was done doing my business, I went to wash my hands. I looked into the mirror and saw something dark behind me. Suddenly, I felt like I was being choked. I was being held in place, it felt like. So I felt like I couldn't move. After maybe a minute, felt like forever. I, like, threw myself to the hallway floor. I started breathing again, and I looked in the bathroom. Wow. And I looked in the bathroom again and saw the black, almost shadow mist freaked out and ran downstairs my brother and i had just fought so i didn't go to him (laughs) (laughs) this is me and my sister i love it i just sat downstairs and waited till my mom got home i had hand marks on my neck ew Mm. and i felt sick for like three days could it have been my imagination as a child maybe 
but I genuinely think it was something terrible trying to harm me while I was alone. After that, I would never go upstairs by myself. I constantly felt like I was being watched throughout the house. It was terrifying as a kid. That's probably the scariest paranormal thing that's ever happened to me. That is, oh, no. That's so mm-hmm. ugly. I hate that. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. That Boy. whole dark figure, though, it reminded me of that one time. I believe I told you. I think I said on the podcast, too, how I turned on the light in front of my mirror, and suddenly there's, like, a hole in the mirror. Yes, that's creepy. It was, like, pitch black, and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked back, my closet was there, but I looked in the mirror, it wasn't there. Yeah. That was very weird. That's, I don't know. Yeah, that's that was. creepy. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was that. I don't know what was that, but I'm scared. <laughs> okay. Next. Okay, so I'm going to lead, uh, lead. I'm going to read Harley's story now. Ha She titled it. Or he, I'm, oh, hmm, I don't know. They? They. They, yes, correct. They titled it, Spooky House I Lived In. Oh. Okay. So, when I was growing up, we moved around a lot. So, by the time I was in fourth grade, we had moved to South Dakota. The house we moved into was a Victoria that was built in 1819. That's very old. That is very old. A super old and creaky type of house. It was a foreclosure mm, Mm. when we bought it. (laughs) And And the only thing they told us was that the people that lived there before just left in the middle of the night. Not a good sign. Mm hmm. Just took everything of value and dipped. We also found out that not only had Teddy Roosevelt stayed there, wow, wow when he passed through the town, and that no, and that one of the previous owners had been murdered in it. Oh, okay. Whoa. I don't know. It has a lot of pros and cons. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, murder. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, the story on that goes that the husband and wife went to the bar one night, and then were arguing. When they came back, and he shot her while she was going into the bathroom. Jesus. Wow. The actual story that we got from uh, Rosemary's daughter, Rosemary, is the woman who was shot. Is that the husband's mother didn't like her and shot her. But the husband took the blame for the whole thing because he didn't want his 89-year-old mother to die in prison. What? Ew. Wait, I didn't understand. What? 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 He took the blame. The mother shot her. Oh, his mother shot her. Oh. <gasps> what? Hundred-year-old hag. Oh my God, that really takes rivalry with your daughter-in-law to For a real. whole new level. Okay. So on to the creepy stuff. My little brother was two or three when we moved in, and he had not, uh, and he had never had an imaginary friend until we moved in. He was always talking to his imaginary friend. All of a sudden, oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. He was always talking to his imaginary friend all the sudden, and he's never had one since we left. And he was still only three to four years old when we moved out. The creepiest instance of this was one night, my dad went to the attic to work on pipes or something, and my brother told him, you shouldn't go in there. So my dad was like, um, a little what? <laughs> so my brother told him, my friend doesn't like it when you go in there. Ew. And my dad was like, um, okay, good to know. Windows would shut themselves, uh, which would, uh, which could be the product of the old weighted window system, but creepy nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Our dogs refused to come into the house. The one time we left one of them, the one time we left one of them inside, it jumped out of the third story window on the roof. Jesus Christ! What? We had to drag her back in. Oh my God! 
That's so scary. The last creepy thing to happen before we moved out was one night my dad carried my brother up to bed and there was water pouring from the ceiling. So when he went upstairs to figure out what happened, he finds their jacuzzi tub filled with water after he had already shut the water off to it. So he climbs into the attic, which leads into a uh, crawl space and the water is still turned off. Ew. What? We moved out after that. But some of the places in the house used to give me the creepy vibes. Or give me creepy vibes. Pictures of the house for reference. Wow. That's a very pretty house. That is... A, I would have moved in. God damn I it. I would have too. God damn. It's like foreclosure. Like really? Like they're all... God. You can't trust foreclosures. You can't trust foreclosures. But I mean, if you do your digging, you get a title company to come in and like... Do the title do, review. Yeah, do the title review. Get an appraiser. Get an appraiser. <laughs> like yeah. maybe, you know... It could be a good deal. You think that... But also, you could be buying a house where a woman was shot. Yeah. And killed. Mm -hmm. Murder-suicide. Oh, wow. We had one of those. Did we? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I know we have a lot of houses where the, like, husband kills himself. We have a lot where there are murder-suicides, too. Really? I'm actually working one right now. It's not, like, a foreclosure. Mm -hmm. But the girl... It was, like, husband and wife, and mm-hmm. the husband was coming over for whatever reason, Yeah. and she shot his ass. <gasps> Whoa! She shot him, she fucking killed him, but she's not in jail, so it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, hmm. Maybe it happened recently, and she's bailed it right now? It happened this year. Oh, maybe she's out on bail. I don't know. It's very interesting. They didn't, the, all the articles that I read didn't sound like she was ever charged for anything. Wow. Interesting. Like, I know they were separated. Wow. And he had come over and she had shot him. He came over. Uh, f- I don't like, know. Hey, babe, I'm trying to pick up yeah. my the dog toy car collection. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. But this house does actually look nice. It looks very nice. This is very like, pretty. I don't blame you guys at all, Harley. It's very old time spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of love it. Me too. Okay. Onwards. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is long. <laughs> Cody. Oh, Cody, please. This <laughs> is from our one and only and only true OG Cody, Ghost Boy. I love him. Who we hold very dear to Jolly our hearts. Jolly old ghost boy. It's coming up. It's almost time. <laughs> it's almost time, bro. We wait every year for Jolly old ghost boy. Um, okay, so here we go. Mm-hmm. He titled it Minnesota's Living Creepypasta. <laughs> okay. Hey, gals. I told you I had two stories coming your way. Here's the first. <gasps> two What's stories? second? What? Hello, Cody. Please tell us. Maybe they're both in the same Oh, maybe. You know. Um, This is a story I've shared with no one, and I'm still terrified by it to this day. The following day. I don't know what that means, but okay, Cody. <laughs> In the fall of 2017, I went to visit my father up north in the state of Minnesota. It had been a stressful year for me as my girlfriend at the time and I were going through a rough patch and I decided I needed to go to a scenic location to decompress. Mm -hmm. He lives in a small town with less than 100 residents in the middle of scenic nowhere. That sounds beautiful. That sounds beautiful. Sounds like your cottagecore nightmare. Please, let's not. (laughs) I'm still scared. Let's go visit his dad. Okay. Uh, Cody's dad, we're here. (laughs) Let us in. Um, I pull up to his house after a long nine hour drive, just wanting to sleep before he comes out and hugs me. He helps me bring my bags in before he says he needs to talk to me. 
We both sit on one of his recliners when he tells me about how he's been finding a few deer carcasses in the woods surrounding his house. And he warns me that if I venture out alone, that I need to bring one of his handguns for backup. Ew. <laughs> That's so gross. Yeah. Oh my God, it's skunk ape. <gasps> Scary. <laughs> okay. Um, I laughed it off and told him, okay, before he led me to the basement so I could take my power nap. Yes. That night, I woke up and I kept feeling like I was being watched. My dad's basement windows are easily see-through, and while you could probably chalk that feeling up to being in a cabin in a deep, dark woods, I kept feeling a sense of unease. Oh my god, do you just feel that in all cabins? Like, Maybe you do. <laughs> is this like a universal experience? <laughs> you, the universal cabin community can... Please... I'm going to get on Reddit. Yeah. The cabin community. The cabin community. The oh unsettling God. cabin community. Yes. Ask them. Um, I sat up and looked around at the windows, only to find nothing initially. As I laughed and shook my head, I glanced back at the window, only to see the grass near the basement window parted. Oh, Peering from the grass, barely catching the room. <laughs> it scared me it genuinely scared me right now i don't have blinds in my room and so like last night obviously my contacts were off because they told me my retina is gonna fall off but (laughs) but like my contacts were off and so i can't see shit i just see shadows like in the window like in the fence and i just saw like a figure standing there no ma'am and i just thought i was like honestly i was like hennessy and sienna would have already killed whoever's back there is okay. is what I thought. And then I remembered that I've been putting them inside and closing the door so they can't go out and bark in the night. Oh. And I... It, That's... I don't like that. I'm going to have to install a doggy door to the garage. Yeah. Yeah. So they can sounds leave. Sounds so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? The grass. The grass is moving. Yes. Only to see that the grass near the basement window parted. <laughs> Peering from the grass, barely catching the reflection off of my TV were two black shining eyes enveloped in apache pale and dark brown skin we cody please i'm getting the heebies <laughs> i was mortified i got up to turn on all the lights as i did i looked back at the window only to find whatever was there was clearly gone i reluctantly threw a bed sheet over the window and tried to sleep the next morning came and i asked my dad if he had any troubles with bears this year as they're native to the area Ah, not skunk ape. (laughs) He dismissed it and even went to show me some camera footage from his house cameras. For some strange reason, bears had been avoiding my father's house like a plague that year. This was incredibly odd, as he usually caught black bears all around his house. He told me that bears are sometimes shy, but he hasn't seen anything to spook them around the house. Thinking this was odd, I went to go check the area where my window was outside to see if I... If what I actually saw was true from the previous night. Sure enough, the grass had parted exactly where my window was. But the strange part was, the imprint in it left on the grass was so thin compared to a bear. Whatever was laying there was thinner than a bear cub. And my dad, a seasoned hunter, told me there was no way a bear could have made the imprint. Ew. This shook me to my core. Something was watching me the other night, and I don't know what it could have been. I was determined... But I should have left it alone. Oh Ooh. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm putting my feet up because now I have the heebies. Oh god. Hold on, I have to take a sip. I have to. Ooh, we have to decompress mm-hmm. much like Cody. <laughs> this is scary. I'm freaked. Cody. 
Oh my god. Have you thought about writing fan fiction? <laughs> Woo. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Throughout the week, my father kept finding deer carcasses in the tree line. The deer were shredded. Not like prey of a wolf, but almost like something I tried to eat these poor animals like they were corn on the cob. <gasps> Whoa. <But> corn. <laughs> Stop. It, it was almost at random. The bodies were accompanied by a weird scratching sound and howls I would hear around the house at night. These howls, they were not that of an animal. It sounded like a human screaming in pain. <gasps> oh my god. Windigo. The Windigo. I'm fucking dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Agonizingly and at the top of their lungs, whatever that thing was would scream. It got to the point where my dad actually contacted the police to come search the premises for trespassers because he uh, because he would hear it at night. Wow. Those screams and scratches would echo in my nightmares during three nights. I got to the point I had enough. I was tired of my vacation being ruined by some random animal terrorizing us or some kind of creepy pasta fan fiction gone wrong. My dad had gone out to get something from the store just as the dark fell. I locked the doors and blared the TV to try to tune out anything that may be outside. I kept feeling ugh, I kept feeling a sense of dread. I knew deep down I was going to wind up <gasps> Cody. I was going to wind up going outside. This, this is real. <laughs> Cody, are you fucking with us? Cody, please. What the fuck? Okay. Oh god. Then the scream started. Oh my god. The blood-curdling scream that haunted me for days hit my eardrums again, and I had enough. I knew it was risky, but I armed myself with a headlamp and my dad's handgun. I needed to know what this thing was. I stormed outside with the beaming light. My sights focused on the woods in the direction of the screams, which suddenly grew quieter. Oui. I took the safety off the gun and charged. It didn't take long before I found where the noise came from. A small deer's body lay near the clearing not too far from my dad's house. It was dead, just like the others. I was between staring at the clear sky full of stars and the sign of mortality before me when I suddenly heard scraping begin around me. Oh, no. I shined the light in every direction. Nothing. It kept getting closer, and I began to run back towards the house. Ew. I took a look back as I ran, and I caught a glimpse. I ran ahead. I'm sorry. Go on. Stop. Don't. Standing on two legs was a lanky, tall figure. It was about my height, covered in splotches of dark brown fur and pale pink-blue skin. Its eyes were a cloudy black that clashed with the void of stars above us. The worst part was, was that it was chasing me. Without hesitation, I pulled the gun out and fired back at the thing. I got four shots off before getting back to the safety of the porch light. I locked the doors and waited in the basement. My dad came home, and I immediately told him what happened. We both put on our lights and went to the spot I saw the creature at. The deer and the creature were both gone, and their place was a blackish-red stain stuck to the grass and leaves all around. My father and I chose to never speak of this night ever again. He refuses to acknowledge it. I don't know what creature or animal that was, but I hope I never run into it again. I hope you enjoy my story, gals. Stay safe for this Hollow's Eve. Your favorite ghost boy, Cody. Oh, that was scary. That was so scary, Cody. What the fuck? I think you deadass encounter a Wendigo. Oh my god, that's fucking scary. Like, what the fuck? It's because, like, I can't think of anything else that it no. could be. Oh god. <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. Cabin community. Yes. We need answers. 
Yeah, I'm gonna throw up. I swear to God. Scary. That that was scary. That was that was a good one, Cody. Thank you so much for that. I've never in all of my years of doing this fucking shitty podcast (laughs) been creeped out by someone else's story more than I am right now. I mean, there was that fucking the this is the game. But by a story. Oh, by a story? No. By a story, no. No, the game we can't. We Uh, don't talk about it. Oh yeah, we don't talk about the game. (laughs) And then Paquita came out? No. No. No, this is scary. What this the this story was scary. Good job on that, Cody. Yeah. God. Oh my God. That is wow. Wow, wow. 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 I'm stressed. I can't. I can't. You got, I'm so you got to walk me to the car. I, what do you mean? I'm taking you home. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to drive. Well, that concludes our third annual creepy spooktacular. Yes. D- the end. Not only for the stories, but also for kills and chills. For Goodbye. Kids. <laughs> yes. We decided, yes. we as women together. Decided, together decided that the podcast just felt like a job, like a chore, instead of like the fun thing that we started doing yeah. for funsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... That's it. It's a wrap, <laughs> boys. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um we um we talked about it uh we saw that things weren't working out uh like i mean the new format like nice clean cut and professional there's a billion of billion of podcasts that do the same thing we do cover the same cases we do and they do it way better yeah and it's also like the true crime paranormal thing it's oversaturated yeah you really don't need another podcast yeah the exact same shit mm-hmm. as other ones so we're calling it quits yeah but like uh we thank you for all the support for coming out and tuning in uh giving us your feedback uh a lot of you guys really did like the darren after dark episodes so we'll be gone but not for long yes <laughs> so stay tuned stay tuned we're gonna be we're around We'll be around. We'll, we'll we'll try and record a few episodes of just strictly like a Darren After Dark type episode. Yes. And see how that like plays out. How good it sounds. Um. And yeah. That's it. That's it. That's how the cookie crumbles today. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's amazing. I mean, I had fun this whole time, except yeah. for like. <laughs> Early last, early this year, early this year, yeah, it started to feel like a lot. We had a lot going on, and I don't know. Yeah, so thanks. It's been true, mm-hmm. but we'll see you next time. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.